This is the Coach's Wife Life Podcast, where Kristen Urgel, a longtime TV sports reporter and college football coach's wife, goes one-on-one with her fellow coaches' wives. We will uncover the stories of the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life. I'm so very honored to have Karen Maneri on with us today. Karen is the wife of Paul Maneri, the head baseball coach for the LSU Tigers. Welcome. Thank you for being a part of us. Well, thank you so much. This is so exciting. Well, I want to read something that I found that just blew me away. Now, I know some of these stats already, but I just love how it was put. Coach Maneri has guided the Tigers to the 2009 College World Series National Championship, five College World Series appearances, During his tenure there, LSU has captured a remarkable 29 team championships, seven NCAA regional championships, five NCAA super regional championships, four Southeastern (laughs) Conference championships, six SEC tournament (laughs) titles, and six SEC Western Division crowns. What? (laughs) When you hear this, what goes through your head? Well, truly, sheer joy. Uh, Paul works so hard and expects such excellence. It's so gratifying to see these championships in writing. It's truly a a culmination of a career done right by doing the right things the right way. And we're so proud of him. And I was a sports reporter and anchor for the ABC affiliate in Baton Rouge. I covered Coach Maneri the year you won the national title. He was one of the kindest coaches I've ever interviewed. But on game day, (laughs) Coach Maneri is probably one of the most focused and intense coaches I've ever seen. Do you think that's a fair description of your husband? Yes, I do, Kristen. He, it is a fair description. He is focused on game day. He is fair, honest, but he's tough. He has high expectations, and you have, you've got to want to succeed as much as he does. No excuses. On the other hand, he has served as a friend, a father figure, a mentor, and teacher for many young men, and he's truly a saucy with us, his family. Well, here as the head coach at LSU, you are preseason number one in the country. You know, how do things change when you get closer to the season and especially when with so much expectation? Well, you know, this preseason number one ranking is so exciting. To me, it represents the entire staff's hard work so much prior to this point. It brings a huge smile of pride to my face. We all know things can change so quickly. We pray for a healthy team that we know deserves that number one ranking. It's a lot of pressure. At LSU, the guys realize that. And if our fan base has anything to do with our well-deserved success, we will see you in Omaha. All right. (laughs) I love it. And Coach Maneri is one of the most winning active baseball coaches in the country. That takes a tremendous amount of dedication discipline, focus, you know, we know as fellow coaches' wives, you are his support system. What are some things that you've done over the years that you believe has played a part in his tremendous success? Well, wow. I don't even really know where to begin here. When Paul and I started together, we were practically the same ages as his players. We had nothing, barely a salary, barely a dugout that us two painted ourselves at Biscayne College in Miami. Wow. I'd never been to a baseball game in my entire life. <laughs> we were all girls in my family. And quite honestly, at my small high school in South Louisiana, there were no sports for girls. But my daddy made sure we knew how to fish. We were always out on his boat, catching everything our waterways had to offer. I do know, though, that coaches' wives play a huge 
role in their husband's success, not only at home, but also in all other aspects of this very public career. Mm -hmm. You have to be brave and confident as a wife of a coach. Be kind, but be yourself too. It can be tough. Mm -hmm. Our family always comes first, though. Our lifestyle is unconventional, and I love it. Thank goodness I'm not a planner. Our kids grew up in the dugout. They all had their own trips with the team as soon as they were old enough. Holidays at the the ballpark, lots of suppers at the ballpark, late bedtimes, hot days, cold nights, rain delays, extra innings, devastating losses, but glorious wins. And we were all in it together, and we still are. Now, baseball season is just so much longer than football season. I believe your life's a lot different than mine. Even though we're both coaches' wives, your season is so long. Y'all have cold weather, and then it goes to really, really hot weather in Baton Rouge uh, during mm-hmm. the summer, especially when you're going into Omaha. You know, y'all have an extensive yeah. season. Yeah. Um, you know, many nights away. What do you think's been key in helping you cope with the demands of his schedule and his high-priority job? Well, coping with the demands of the schedule, I really believe it's just because it's all I ever knew since we were married. I didn't know any different or, or better, I guess. <laughs> I, really had, I really had no expectations. Um, I married a coach, the son of a coach. I didn't really know what was in store for me. All my mom friends were coaches' wives. I guess my first realization that we had it tough was from an enlisted member's wife when Paul was a coach at the United States Air Force Academy. She had told me once that she was so glad her husband wasn't a coach. At least her husband in the military was home more often than our coach's husband. (laughs) You know, coping comes with friendship and our children. You take one day at a time and you just do it. Let's go back and talk about how did you meet Paul Maneri? (laughs) This is so crazy. We actually met at LSU as students. How crazy is that? Really? I went, yes, I went to my very first ball game ever at LSU. Paul was playing left field, and at the time, I just thought it was called left out. So (laughs) I knew nothing truly about the game at all. But that is how we met, and here we are back where it all began. (laughs) Wow, that's so incredible. So how long did y'all date? We dated for... Four years. Four years. He's much better at numbers than his wife is. I'm the same way. Joshua has to keep up with our uh, anniversary date. I don't know why. I am horrible at numbers. Never was a good math student. Um, don't ask me my kids' uh, weight when they were born. I'm like, I don't know. They were big. Oh, no. I know. More important things to worry about, right? Right, the definitely. <laughs> when did you know that uh, Coach Maneri was the one? When did you know there was something pretty special about him? I think we developed a, a beautiful friendship first. We were each other's best friends, and I noticed that there was a drive in him that I had never seen uh, in another uh, boyfriend that I had ever had. And I saw the confidence and the sheer positivity of a possible relationship. Now, four children later, I'm sure there's a lot of times you did a baths by yourself, getting them to activity oh, yeah. camps, 
Um, tell me yep. their ages, the names, and some of that. Oh, my gosh. They're all young adults now. Our oldest, Nicholas, is 35 and an author of a published fiction novel. Wow. He um, actually, yes, he lives and works at his alma mater um, at Notre Dame with his wife and our almost four-year-old grandson. He is an academic advisor for student athletes there and also was a catcher on Paul's Notre Dame team when he coached there. And then our second to oldest, Alexandra, um, is married and lives in New Orleans. And today is her birthday. She's 34. Oh, my goodness. Where she's an esthetician, yes, and owns her own business. She's married a former University of New Orleans ball player. <clears throat> and then we had three in a row. Our daughter, Samantha, is 33. And uh, she has received her master's in counseling from LSU and is now a practicing therapist in the Baton Rouge area. She and her husband have two children. Our grandchildren, ages eight and two, and she is married to Dennis, which is why I think my baby, who is um, only 24, my three oldest were eight, nine, and 10 when he was born, (laughs) but he is in his second year at LSU Dental School now in New Orleans, so um, they are all young adults, and I, I really do hope and feel that as a mom, I instilled the importance in them of family and caring they all or have careers now where where that is evident and sometimes in coaches families with all the moves and the new schools and new homes and places family is all you got family is everything you know and especially so in an italian family that's right (laughs) That's right. Now, what is some advice you would give to a younger coach's wife trying to juggle all the demands of the husband's job and then especially one that's in the spot? Yeah. The first two words that come to mind to me are support and understanding of a younger coach's wife. Um, I've been there. It is not easy. I also remember to be grateful mm-hmm. for that spotlight. Somebody else would love to walk in your shoes with this incredible opportunity. And really, there are going to be bad days, but please just try to remember how lucky we are. We are a few of the blessed ones in that spotlight, and, and, and you will make it. You will make it. That's great advice. You know, a lot of times when you're in the midst of it, you can't see past just your own issues, but to just go, you no. know, be grateful for what we have. And know that, that you are lucky. What are mm-hmm. some things you enjoy doing for the other wives on Coach Maneri's staff? You know, we have such an awesome group, awesome group of staff wives, all great ladies with successful careers and families. We, um, we love having our kickoff supper every year before the first game at our favorite Mexican restaurant, which may include some margaritas, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> we, and we also host at our home each Christmas a fun Christmas party, including Pictionary and gift giving among the, us girls. Mm-hmm. We, have, you know, we have our own LSU ladies special group text. It, and truly, it is our lifetime, lifeline to each other. And at any time of the day or night, we can be there for each other, win or lose. You know, we've got each other's back. So we are our own little family, the wives. And um, I think, you know, you know, that 
that that is so comforting to know with a good group of gals, there's, there's just so much love and support there. Absolutely. <clears throat> Your tribe. Now, he's yes, exactly amount of success, but you can't win every single game. What are some things right. you remind Coach Maneri of during the highs and lows of coaching college baseball? Yes, for sure. You, you just can't win them all. And, and boy, do we know that. <clears throat> there are many highs and lows, but um, the one thing I um, always don't like to say, but sometimes I have to say it, it can always be worse. Because I promise you, it can be worse. So I try to stay positive and remain grateful. Um, we are so lucky to have come this far. And I remind him of this. You know, if if you don't like the way things went today, you know, it can get worse. And, and we're going to turn this around. And um, tomorrow's a new day. How do you stay connected to Coach Maneri during the season? Well, what we try to do, I think, is, is recreate family time. I think, you know, there's nothing like having a big dinner at home with your kids and extended family. I, I'm a cooker. I love to cook. I love to get in that kitchen and start chopping away and open a bottle of wine. There's nothing more relaxing to me than sharing a home-cooked meal when Coach is home with our loved ones. We um, share a lot of stories. We have a lot of good laughs. We have a lot of good food. It's, you know, it may or may not include those meatballs. It's, it's always a good Italian meal, though. <laughs> so you love to cook. What are some of your favorite things to cook? So much. Oh, of course, meatballs. Meatballs for sure. And growing up in Louisiana, I do have my favorites to cook. Of course, gumbo and jambalaya. But Paul's mother was such a wonderful Italian cook. I think um, pasta would definitely be my favorite thing to cook. I definitely want to come over to your house. I'm going to have to come make a trip one day. You're more than welcome. (laughs) I always cook too much. In fact, as the kids got older and they started to leave home one by one, I just never could, you know, uh, cut down on that. I always made large amounts and everyone was always welcome. I just, it's such an insult to buy that little prepackaged three baked potatoes in a package. I always had to still buy the whole sack. cool during a game as far as when there's some fans around you that could be critical of your true. husband yes so so tough well after 36 seasons keeping cool isn't easy but I'm getting better at it <laughs> I haven't busted anyone yet well, well maybe just one maybe just one I thought that but <laughs> and that was recently somehow I can go to my happy place you know through the years, I was usually chasing kids around, and now it's grandchildren. You know, maybe the key is for me is to not watch too intently. Mm-hmm. I know that's that's funny to some, but that may be my answer to keeping cool. It is a challenge, you know, but I guess if it wasn't a challenge, I wouldn't care as much as I do, but I do. So I try not to always watch with one eye closed, maybe. It's actually really good <laughs> advice because you can't let your emotions fall up and down so No, much. ma'am. No, ma'am. Mm-mm. What do you think's been maybe the most surprising thing about the life of a coach's wife? You know, this was really, for me, a no-brainer. 
I really feel that the question to me is, I think that others think you know every aspect of the game. And I definitely do not. And I'm, I'm free to admit that. I mean, I've learned a lot, but I am no expert. <laughs> I do not know every, every little thing about the game of baseball. And that's okay. That's okay. I am okay with that. I, I don't know if I really, truly w- want to know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I want to just be happy. Be happy and supportive. <laughs> right. I don't think you're right. I think that's our role. Our, I think our role is to be I think, sounding board. But I think place. most folks think that you you have the answers. Mm-hmm. And I definitely do not. And I'm fine with that. Let me tell you. <laughs> Same here. Same here. I, know. I was talking to one yeah. coach's wife and she said, I honestly don't even talk. And her, she was a football coach's wife. Right. I honestly don't even talk about football when he comes home. I try, and if he brings it up, I'll talk. No, but she said I give him something else to think about. Exactly, exactly. There, there is, there is a life beyond that. There is. Yeah, I get it. With the long hours that our husbands spend away, what are some things that you find fulfilling while he spends so much time recruiting and game planning? Right. Well, I. I pretty much, for me, um, my children and ga- grandchildren have, have, have been everything. I, I stay so busy with them. I love to do so many activities, staying active. I go trampoline jumping. We have sleepovers, fun dinners. I'm always busy, it seems. I, I never really um, slow down. I, I, I like it like that. My life is very full. I wake up each day to a new adventure. Um, I think for me, um, I'm not a planner at all. I, if there's one thing I think a coach's, being a coach's wife has taught me is um, it's very difficult to plan things. Mm-hmm. And I actually love it like that. I wake up each day and I just let the day unfold. And I see what happens that day. That there's always good things in every day, mm-hmm. and it's so incredible to to see what happens. I agree. Now, thirty six baseball seasons, Hall of Fame inductee, four time National Coach of the Year. What memories or games stand out to you as you look back on a career that's still unfolding? Wow, it's so hard to begin to even comprehend that. I think the honor is also wonderful. I especially remember Paul's Hall of Fame night with his father by his side, a former Hall of Famer himself. It was so surreal and unreal. But those games, oh my gosh, watching our young children, I think, playing in frozen snowdrifts under the bleachers at the United States Air Force Academy when we were there. Such cold, windy days at Notre Dame watching my son play for his dad. Or the last game in the old Alex Box Stadium mm. when our was our first year here and how that old stadium had a heartbeat that night. And 
seen Paul hold that national championship trophy in Omaha surrounded by all of us or the rabid excitement in our new stadium. And it's just not over yet. There's so many memories and so much joy left to be had. And it truly, truly is just, it's just incredible. And hopefully, um, so many good more memories to come for our family and for coach. How many games do you think you've been to? How many baseball oh. games in your life? Have you ever tried to count? <laughs> you know, I've never have, but let me tell you something. I'm going to add those up and I, you will get an email from me. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know what? I haven't. I wouldn't even know. I'm going to have to. Uh, that's a good question. That I will definitely have to add those up. That's fun. I want to, I want to know. You know, it's just so crazy because we started out, we were two years older than the players. Then we went through a period where, you know, our kids would bond and play with the players. Then they were the same ages. And now the players, I mean, they're the same. They're just a little bit younger than my youngest. And it's just so crazy. A lot of Paul's former players have, have kids themselves and are becoming grandparents themselves hmm. it's, a, it's a whole whole life well lived hmm. yes. I will let you know though that game status though <laughs> I love it <laughs> what's it about coach Mary that you believe he's been able to have so much success he just never gives up he's such a positive thinker he refuses mentally to give in he's dedicated you know he's fair he's honest he's deserving that's really all he's known his whole life. He literally just was born to coach, period. And he's good at it. He sure is. I think he was just born into it. What have you found Mm-mm-mm. some of the most rewarding things about this very unique life that we live? I, it has to be the memories and the friendships that we've made along, along the way. I mean, I've always truly been able to find good people and good places where, wherever we have lived. I, I'm so grateful that I've been able to see the world through the eyes of, of sport. It, 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 you know, but if you really open your eyes, you'll find so much more than a baseball game. And that there is a huge reward. Sure is. It's, it's those people and places and there are, there is goodness everywhere. And, and we've lived a lot of places and I've seen it and felt it, and it's so much more than that baseball game. I have some fast five questions for you. You ready? All righty. Okay. Yep. What is something people would be surprised to know about you? Well, I always read the last chapter of a book first. Always. <laughs> Do you really? Yes, always. I don't like to admit that, but that there would be a surprise. I love to read, but... I have to read that last chapter first. That's so funny. <laughs> okay. If you could have dinner with someone from past or present <clears throat> outside of your immediate family, who would that be? I know it would be another mom. Uh, nobody famous, okay. but another mom I've met along this journey. And I have so many to choose from. I, I just know it would be another mom. but. Mick Jagger, if you're out there listening, (laughs) I would love to have dinner with you too. (laughs) Coach walks in the door and says, I have concert tickets tonight. Who would you be going to see? 
<laughs> well, our music tastes are entirely different, but I know who it would be, Garth Brooks, because uh, we have done that. And you got to love Colin Baton Rouge, right? Oh, you got to love that song. Yes, but love. he loves country. And, uh, you know, he does know, though, that I love, I love the Rolling Stones. You forget something at the store. Do you call Coach Maneri to swing by Kroger somewhere to pick up milk on the way home? Or do you go out yourself? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You got to bring the little um, normalcy. He's still a, a husband and a father, but... Uh, he does. He does stop by the store, although I don't think he knows his way around the grocery store. He will have to ask somebody. But yes, he, you can bet, though, the Oreos will be coming back with that, with, with whatever else you send him for. <laughs> Double stuffed or regular Oreos? Oh, regular. regular. <laughs> I don't even know if he knows there's double stuff. <laughs> <laughs> With no. something maybe around the house you need to get rid of, but just don't end up throwing away. I cannot get rid of old sweatshirts and t-shirts from the former places Paul has coached. I sometimes even wear them. I just can't. They all hold such incredible memories that I I still hold on to them, and I still wear them around the house. <laughs> I think that is precious. I love it. I do the same thing. You need a t-shirt quilt, for sure. I know it. There you go. Well, thank you so much, Karen, for sharing your story. Thank your great you. Insight. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Kristen. Make sure to subscribe to the Coach's Wife Live podcast. And for a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit coacheswifelife.org and follow us on social media at Coach's Wife Life.